always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Switch your home to Sky Broadband today. See sky.ie for more. Imagine if you could work a four-day week, but still get paid your full salary. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? But that's just what's happening at dozens of companies across the UK right now in what's being called the world's biggest ever four-day week pilot. University researchers will measure the impact of an extra day off each week on things like burnout and stress among staff. They'll also monitor productivity levels. I was reading an article on the London Economist magazine um, on a plane and it, it said that the Brits were only productive for two and a half hours a day. True productivity in a working day is about three hours. Businessman Andrew Barnes is a founder of the four-day week global movement. And so I thought, what would happen if I offered my staff a day off each week if they could do their work in four days? And that's what started this. It was a, what a crazy idea. Why don't we try this, see what happens? And in 2018, he did just that. Andrew introduced a four-day week at his New Zealand-based company, Perpetual Guardian. The results were instant. Uh, a guy who was in my IT department who tells the story of picking up his, his daughter from school for the first time. And, and, and the child runs across the playground and flings her arms around her dad's legs and says, Daddy, what are you doing here? You can't buy that. You can't put a price on those moments. And that's what makes this work. This is in the news from the Irish Times. I'm Connor Pope. Today, how a four-day week on full pay could soon be a reality for everyone. Andrew, as you've already mentioned, we're only productive for about two and a half hours each working day. So, if someone goes in at 9am and leaves at half five... What have you found are the gaps in productivity throughout the day? And what are people doing with that time instead? Well, you know, I've had a terrible commute. I come in, I need to have half an hour just to decompress, a couple of cups of coffee. I get down to do some work. First thing that happens is the phone rings and it's your partner because there's a crisis on something and you then put your phone down, you get back to work. Then somebody interrupts you. Um, and then you have to get your mind back on the job. And then you've been called into a fabulous meeting that, you know, takes an hour when it really should take 10 minutes. Then you come out, you sit down, do your work. It's lunchtime. Your person next to you is, has got a fantastic reheated curry that's wafting all around you. And you're going, I can't concentrate. Or they have a really good phone call, you know, with someone outside of work, which is way more interesting than the report you're doing. All of those sort of things potentially impact on productivity. How do you change things so you avoid those external interruptions or how do you redesign your office or how do you redesign the the processes to make sure that you don't lose that productivity? Because my basic thesis was that if you were only productive for two and a half to three hours a day, what I needed to do was to find 45 minutes of additional productivity in each of four days. So that takes you to, you know, three hours, 45 minutes out of an eight-hour day in order to get full productivity. Now, if that's right, you've still got time to socialise, 
You've still got time to have the chats around the water cooler. You've still got time to take personal calls. All I've done is I've increased the amount of time that's then productive. Now, the second thing is if I change, for example, a quiet hour, I give you a quiet hour where you can't get interrupted. You know, statistically, you're interrupted once every 11 minutes, takes 22 minutes to get back to full productivity. So if I give you an hour where you're not interrupted, that's the equivalent of three normal working hours. What you're trying to do is to create an environment where people can work better. It's the concept of deep work, if you will. Okay. And was there immediate buy-in from your employees? And was there immediate buy-in from senior management in your company? The employees, I have to say, received it pretty well. Cautious. You know, I mean, it's not often your boss turns around and says, I'm going to gift you 40 days off a year. My leadership team hated the idea and thought I was mad and said so. And I said, well, look, you know, guys, it's my company. All I have to do is you you have to give it your best shot to make it work. I'm not going to hold you accountable. If it doesn't, it's a hunch, but, but you've just got to give it your best shot. My board, I had a private capital on my board and I knew they were going to hate it. So I announced it on national television first. And they weren't game enough. <laughs> it was, after all, only a trial. They weren't game enough to to come out and say, Andrew, no, you know, we're not going to let you do that. So um, it was a bit drastic, but the beauty was the research very, very quickly started to demonstrate that this was working. And you couldn't put a price on the amount of publicity we got because... Mm. You know, we are the dullest company in the world. I mean, we do death, buddy. Um, we're a trust company. And so you don't wake up in the morning and go, you know, I want to work for a trust company. Uh, and the net result is we went from being an old fuddy-duddy business, how people would perceive us, to suddenly being this really hip, um, out there uh, organisation. In fact, um, you know, we were described as uber cool by an Indian tech magazine. Now, I can tell you in the 130 years of the trust industry, no one has ever described a trust company as uber cool. And that was the difference. You know, people suddenly started to view what we were doing, how we were doing things in a different light. It seems like the dream arrangement. A long weekend, every weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? Four days a week should be... Should have pretty good, actually. We're going to sign up. <laughs> and this trial started in 2018, is that right? That's right. And how did you measure the success of the trial? And when did the trial become a permanent feature of your business? Well, look, I would like to say I was a complete genius on this. And I decided that the way we were going to do this is do proper evaluation. Um, actually, that's not true. I, I sort of announced I was going to do this. And then... We thought as a bit of an afterthought, what, wouldn't, wouldn't it be a good idea if we tried to benchmark what was going on in the company? So we talked to Auckland University and Auckland University of Technology, uh, and they were really enthusiastic about measuring what was happening. Now, the easy bit is productivity, because you know how much revenue you make, you can broadly work out what sort of things are being produced in most departments. The hard bit was to work out 
what was actually going on inside the company and going on inside the minds of the employees. And that was where we ran qualitative and quantitative research along the side. Mm. So what we found, overall productivity went up 25%. And that was even though we were working a day less. Engagement scores, engagement, empowerment, enrichment, cohesion, team building, those scores went off the scale to the highest levels the researchers had ever seen in New Zealand, about a 40% increase. Stress levels dropped 15%. More people said they could do their job better working four days rather than five. And then over time, we saw things like um, applications to, to the company went up enormously and sick days halved. We did the trial for three months and then we went back to working five days while we evaluated all the data and then we made it a permanent policy at the beginning of November in 2018 and we've been doing it ever since. Never suffer the buffer again. Always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Whether you're streaming on the sofa, gaming in the bedroom, or swiping in the bathroom. I said swiping. You'll never be without it. Switch your home to 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Availability subject to location requires Sky Broadband Ultrafast. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. 99.9% reliability based on time our broadband network works across our base. Now this seems too good to be true, but clearly it isn't. But are there any downsides that you encountered when it came to the introduction of a four-day working week? Uh, no, actually. Look, it's, it, that's a glib answer. Um, this is not a silver bullet to everything. It doesn't f- solve the problems that exist in your company and you have to have the right culture to implement it. You know, if there's no trust between leadership and the employees, it probably won't work because they won't believe it that you're not going to then cut salaries. I mean, the key thing here is we talk 180, 100%, 100% pay, 80% time, provided you get 100% productivity. So we're not making you work longer. We're not cutting your salary. But if you don't have trust, then quite clearly people will say, well, what's the hidden agenda here? The real thing about this is, yeah, you know, Henry Ford changed us broadly from a six-day week to a five-day week about 100 years ago, introducing five-day-a-week for repetitive manufacturing industry. We've had all of these productivity improvements, technology, all of this stuff for the last 100 years, yet how we work is fossilised in this method of working that was developed in the 1920s, 1930s. That doesn't make sense to me. And if you say, well, you can't do it any different, what you actually say is that your company has reached the pinnacle of human achievement and there is never going to be a better way of doing anything. I refuse to believe that. And I think if your leadership is saying, you know what, Uh, there isn't a better way, get new leaders because that's the big issue that you need to be focusing on. There is always a better way. 
All we are doing is harnessing the power of the employees to find how that better way can be delivered. Uh, you know, it's not rocket science. It's it's really about asking that very key question. So, no, I don't think there is a downside with this. And it is easier to implement than you think. In your first trial in 2018, there was a huge amount of buy-in, a huge amount of enthusiasm on the part of the employees, and they worked really hard to make it work. You know, they were eschewing Facebook or eschewing social media platforms. They weren't taking calls, personal calls, during their, their four-day working week. But isn't it kind of human nature that at some point, old habits start to creep back in, mm-hmm. and you kind of start to say, I have my four-day week now. But I'm still going to ease off a little bit, like I did in the past. Yeah, look, this is the French problem, right? So that when the French reduced the working week to 35 hours, they got a short-term bounce in productivity. And then exactly what you said, they defaulted over time that productivity in each hour then drifted back to what it was before. So how we deal with that is we recommend that you have an opt-in policy. So your contracts of employment in our company haven't changed. They're still uh, five-day week contracts, normal hours of work, nine to five. However, you opt in, which you do on an an annual basis into the four-day week policy, at which time you commit Mm. to this 180-100 rule. If you don't deliver the 100% productivity, we have the right to say, okay, guys, back to five days. Now, I don't want to focus exclusively on productivity because you mentioned in in talks and and in pieces that you've written that the four-day week helped tackle gender discrimination and disadvantage, and it allowed more women to have a more equitable experience in the workplace. What do you mean by that? Well, one of the problems we have is that, like it or not, and I know it's especially a problem in in Ireland where I think 98% of care responsibilities are are handled by women, that inevitably what happens, especially after having a child or just issues at home, that often women negotiate when they come back an 80% contract for 80% of the hours. And so what they're doing is that they are getting paid 80%, but often you find the productivity remains at 100%. Yeah. And so that means that they are not being paid the way that their fellow co-workers, male co-workers are. But the output is what we should be paying on, not how much time it takes you to do it. So the point about this is when we implemented it, the women who were on the 80% contracts who we knew were producing 100%, we increased their salaries immediately to a full five day. And also, you've made it okay for men not to work all the time. You've made it okay for someone at the top of the leadership tree. We made it absolutely clear our leaders had to lead by example and work of four days. That that you're demonstrating that you don't have to have this idea of 
you know, working all the time, working late into the evening in order to get promoted. So that changes the dynamic. That's the thing that causes, uh, in my belief, you know, the ability to start balancing the gender issue. You give better access to C-suite and you're levelling the playing field with regard to to women who otherwise are some of your best performers but can't commit the amount of time. The campaign is now gaining real traction. There's a massive trial taking place in the UK at the moment. So what might once have seemed fanciful is now starting to seem like a realistic prospect for most people or for a lot of people. It might even be inevitable. Do you think that real momentum is behind a four day working week? And if so, can you imagine when a time will come when it will be a normal part of our working world? Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, we've, we've gradually built an organisation over the last four years where, you know, it went from people phoning me up and saying, Andrew, can I have a cup of coffee or can I have a chat and how did you do it to I couldn't drink that much coffee so I then wrote a book about it and then we were still getting people calling all the time so I, I couldn't fit the time in so we recruited, you know, a- another person to help us and then... More court companies said they wanted to trial it. So then we started these pilot programs and we've done Ireland, the USA, Canada, uh, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. And so this has suddenly got a huge amount of impetus, I think partly as a consequence of the pandemic, partly of a, a, as a consequence of people starting to really look at this in a way that you know, they weren't four years ago. And I think increasingly countries are getting on the bandwagon. And, and for us, mm. you know, the bit uh, for me that was the defining moment was driving in Russia in 2019 in a peaking Paris car rally. And the phone rang and uh, somebody said, have you you've just been name checked by Dmitry Medvedev, who says that the perpetual guardian four day week is the future for Russia. Mm. And uh, we we couldn't believe it. We arrive in Novosibirsk with Moscow television TV cameras lined up along the side of the road. And when we left Russia two or three weeks later, they announced they were going to pass legislation. Now, we've now got legislation in Japan, India, uh, Romania, Lithuania, Belgium... Portugal has just announced they're going to do it. You've got government trials in in Spain, in Scotland, in partly in Ireland. You've got it coming in Wales. You know, for God's sake, Mark Tucano dropped a bill into Congress last year to reduce the working week in the United States. You know, the last bastion of overwork. This has rapidly morphed into something that you know, is now a global movement. It is now inevitable. 80% of employees, regardless of industry, regardless of country, regardless of culture, all say the same. They would like a four-day week, shorter working hours. Andrew Barnes, thank you very much for talking to us. That's it for today. This episode of In the News was produced by Suzanne Brennan and Jennifer Ryan. We'll be back on Monday.